And welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode so. 67. I am one of your hosts. 67? Oh my god. We're not even gonna, just let's, let's, we started with a dumpster fire. Should we go again? Alright, let's go again, let's go. Alright. We'll keep all this in, let's just go again. Alright, you ready? Alright, ready. Hello! And welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 97. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, mm-hmm. alongside my Spanish meatball, Joseph. Also the people's champ. For now, there's been rumors of For now. Contender. So, this, this, this start at the top here. Yeah. So, I've got a lot of stuff. Right. News, there isn't much of it this week, Joe. No. No. Honestly, I didn't even want to do the podcast today. No, it's, it's, it's been a dreary day, tired. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on in my life right now, but Destiny 2 has taken it over. You'll hear more about that soon. But, I've got to tell you a little story. Okay, tell me a story. So, so I was out and about doing my thing. Okay. And I was, I don't know where I was, but I was out. And someone come up to me and was like, Someone who I knew, like, oh, Corey, how are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing really well. You know me, just, you know. I'm like, oh, how's work at goals? And I was like, oh, I don't work at goals no more. I'm doing my thing, you know what I mean? And they were like, wait, what do you mean your thing? And I'm like, you know, my gaming stuff and, you know, all that stuff. And then they were like, yeah, but that's not a real job. Oh, boy. Ah, Joe. Oh, boy. Joe, 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 Joe. So obviously, yeah. I said to him, "Oh yeah, you're right. You know, the eight hours, I, the eight hours minimum I do a day stream live streaming on Twitch.tv/slash/mcfixer. Not, not a real job. No, nope. not not the podcast I do nope. once a week where we take where your I put questions, in a lot of effort. where we have this so then, growing audience. So you know what I decided to do? do I decided do? to look up the definition Beat of the work shit out of them oh. of a job. That's what I did. I would have resorted to violence. You're bigger than no, me. no, no. I didn't do that. Right. And a job is something you get paid from. Hmm. So I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to anyone that supports me on Patreon because you let me kick the teeth in on that guy. It was like, oh, I didn't know that you was a real thing. It was like a legit... Ah, oh, that guy's a dick. Yeah. So fuck that guy, but thank you, everybody. Does that guy watch thank the you. podcast? I hope so, because fuck him. Fuck you, dude. I don't know who you are or where you come from. I would have beat the shit out of him, no, you can't do that. You I, can't do that. But yeah. there's story time with MC Fixer. Joe, yeah. let's just say this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Mike Lynch, and you will hear from him a bit later. If you want to get the show early, you head yeah. over to patreon.com slash Fixer. You can get yourself some goodies and treats and all sorts of nice stuff. Right now, right now, right this precise second, Patreon supporters get early access to the brand new vlog that has just come out. Which is my vlog of Turkey. You all know that I went to Turkey for a week. Um, and you can now watch my experience. It's mainly me acting like an idiot. Just and like Hayley a dancing. Oh. You see me without a top on, so beware everyone, beware. But um, yeah, that is up for Patreon supporters. Again, you can get this show early. Pay, uh, free. Uh, 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 you, get, you can do this, I have You can get this show early for three dollars the audio version you can get the video version mm. early for four dollars you can get the live version right how much, now how much for four dollars as well what i know you're practically Bargain. giving this podcast away for free you know that but let's get into what's important which is what is in our box what have we been playing jojo i mean i've been playing the same game you've been playing man <laughs> Destiny 2, Destiny 2, Destiny 2, Destiny 2. It's all consuming right now. It is. It's it's definitely a video game. Uh, Yeah, it definitely has its problems, its ups and its downs. But it's... It's really fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of fun. It's got me by the balls. It really (laughs) has. It's got me me right by the balls. And every time I go to myself, I'm doing what? No. Right. I'm not running this second character. What did I do? You I went and ran a second character. What, what, what's your second character now? A warlock and fuck yeah. warlocks. Well, like, Let me just awesome say it, lad and proud, they suck. They can't. The only good thing about them what? is they're special. They can't even jump though. Fuck oh. warlocks. Their jump. Let- their t- their jump is a is a goddamn learning curve. That's that's why in the beginning I was like, 
Oh man, I'm making a warlock because my Xbox and me needs one. Oh boy, their jump is not the best. Uh, my favorite jump is a hunter. Warlocks. I'm all about that Titan mm, life. I like but, the Titan jump. So I've got two characters. Okay. One at two eight two. All right. Power level and one at two. Last time I checked, two thirty two. I think. Okay. So I got two characters. They are. I'm getting both of them to raid ready. I have not done the raid. I've just been grinding for the last week. Yeah. So nothing really to update you on, really. Yeah. You heard our review last week. That episode done really well. So thank you, anyone that liked, shared, come in. Maybe we've got a new audience. Maybe you're here for the first time. Hey. Hello, welcome. Um, I got to play the nothing, raid. Yeah, grand, grand, grand. I was about to say, let's pass it yeah. over to you because you've done the raid. Yeah. What did you think? Of a it? little bit. I, I did a little bit of the raid uh, last night with the PlayStation <laughs> podcast, a podcast made by the players for the players. Maybe you heard of it. That's my Never that's my plug. It. Never heard of it. And um, it. that's my podcast, guys. I'm just, that's that's how plug. you get paid. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I did the raid and we only had like two hours. So we did you the first part <laughs> easy. Yeah. First part's definitely easy. Um, it, it looks like... This place looks like Kanye West's mansion. What I would picture Kanye West's mansion to look like, at least in the beginning. Very extravagant. I like it a lot, like the setting-wise. I like fighting the Cabal. They're a lot of fun to fight. I think, to me, they're my favorite enemies to fight because uh, I think the variants are, are just so good. But then the second part is not explained well at all. and Which is the point, though, right? Yeah, I, I guess... I'm, but w- Isn't, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the whole point of the raid? It's a challenging puzzle version of a strike. Yeah, it's it's all it's all hard. It's a super hard strike. That's what it's supposed to be. And, With puzzles. Yes, and there's this one puzzle slash fight that we we don't know what we're doing wrong, and it t- and like that was the thing that took two hours. Is like. What are we doing wrong? And it was kind of aggravating, and people were getting a little aggravated. So we're waiting a day, and we're gonna we're gonna see if there's any guides out. Which there will be, yeah. Because even the guides were just like, we don't know what happened, but you'll hear a sound, and we're like, we're 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 doing everything the guide says. We're we're trying to hear this sound, and there's nothing. And so we're just like, what are we fucking doing wrong? So that's a bit aggravating, but. Good news on that is that uh, purple engrams drop real rapidly there. Okay. Yeah. So it's worth doing. Yeah, it's definitely worth doing. Also, for like 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 people like Crush who are like two ninety, you guys definitely mm-hmm. overkilled. Don't don't go over. You don't. Honestly, my hunter was level two sixty two, and I w- I was doing. I wouldn't say like the top DPS, but I was doing always in the top like five. Or, or yeah, not so, top five, but like top three. Yeah. So story time again with little MC Fixer. Yeah. This is going to be a story time episode, okay? So I'm rolling with my squad. We go hard in the paint always. Okay. And that's a, bar, a basketball reference for those who don't understand. Um, So we're playing. We're doing our thing. And I say to Kresh, all right, cool. When are we doing the raid? Kresh is like, I don't know when we're doing the raid. Maybe tomorrow at four o'clock in the morning, your time GMT. I'm oh, like, yo, geez. if we're doing that, you need to let me know because I need to be yeah. awake, get that shit. I'm done. Don't get me wrong. I'm done. But you got to let me know. He didn't get his shit together. Let's just say that. Yeah. yeah? But Crush has been a little bit anal. He's been a little bit anal about the situation because he's saying that he's only going to play the raid with people that haven't watched the raid and haven't done the raid. Why? Because... This is why I wanted to bring this up. Okay. Because he he has a good argument, I think. And it's kind of my argument as well. We play video games for these new experiences. That's the dumbest I just thing grinded. I yes. I just grinded for a whole year a whole year. Jesus, that would have been crazy. A whole week mm-hmm. to to prepare for this raid. So then why would I want someone else to come into the raid with us, such as maybe not you so much, but our friend Merck who had done most of the raid, he watched streams, right. he, he knows what to do. That kind of defeats the whole object of the raid itself, doesn't it? No, uh, so I, I played WoW. for a, it, it played me for a long, long time in my life. 
And the, the one thing of like when raids came out, they were like an event. Like they were awesome. And yes, part of part of the fun is going in blind and and oh my god, someone's dying in the back. Um, going in blind and experiencing the game for yourself. And that's fun. Like I remember Trials of the Crusader back in the Lich King. Uh, those were really that was a really fun raid. But it never hurts to when you're stuck to go and look at something or go have someone who has played it to walk you through it because it's fun going in blind. But like last night, it's not fun to spend two hours on something where you're like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I, I'm doing everything right. Like at the end of it, like like we had people bickering to each other. Like, like don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm doing it right type of deal. So um, to me... Yes and no. It's 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 fine to have one person who knows what they're doing or has an idea. But even when you're watching the guides, even when you've seen the walkthroughs, you are doing it. It is fresh to you. So you are learning as you go, as well, I would say. It's, hmm. yeah, I remember Black Temple. I remember all that shit. And so, to me, the guides were also, when it came to it, fucking super necessary. Holy shit. Anybody who's played WoW, Kel Facade in, 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 um, what was that? This is next most popular. I know, I know, that. I know, but holy, that was, that was a lot. All right. With all the no, swords you, and magic weapons. Email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com if you play on WoW right yeah, now. Yeah, please. Holler at Joe because he needs someone to play with him. Who played BC um, and understands what I'm saying. No one. Um, but I do think it's a compelling <laughs> argument. I do. That I w- I, I'm not opposed to the idea of playing the game with someone that has seen it or played it, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm like you, and I really don't like the, the thought of being stuck somewhere for two hours. That just doesn't yeah. seem And fun. the reason why you're stuck is not is is purely because of you don't know the uh, like you don't know a mechanic, you know? Like this yeah, one, but that's this one is like yeah, super I, vague. I get. Um, I I don't want to say it, but it's it's a yeah, super. No, to me, as a raid mechanic, so far, um, because we were trying to like do doing the the thing, the math in our head. In in my experience of raid mechanics, this is just it's dog shit. It's really okay. it, like mechanics should be somewhat explained to you. And this is totally not, unless I'm missing something. And I could be because we were doing it at like one o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, again, I, but from what I've understood, a lot of people, I'm thinking that part of the dungeon is going to get a patch because a lot of people find it extremely frustrating. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I did play something else. Oh, what did you play? I did. I played a little video game called FIFA 18. I don't want to hear The it. demo. So, the demo... What? <sighs> okay, go talk about your sports game. I'll just be here. What did you say? You're talking to me? Yeah. It's FIFA. It's the same shit. What is it? Like, new grass on the field? The new, they inflated the ball, the virtual ball. You get to inflate it yourself, minigame. I just want to let you know that you can no longer say sports games are the same anymore because now they have story modes. So you're getting a new part of the story every year, so it's not the same anymore. So your argument, already flawed. Mm. Already flawed. But what I will say is someone who is a FIFA man Mm -hmm. for the last, since maybe 07? This feels a a lot more like Pez. Oh boy. So, interesting. Pro Evolution Soccer, for those who don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what it is, and I only play two matches. Very quick two matches. It feels a lot heavier. Hmm. And the players, I played Manchester United versus Man City, and I played Real Madrid versus... I don't remember who I was versus. Chelsea, I believe. And for you, this probably means nothing, but the players do feel more like the actual players. They don't feel like shells of people. Right. Like, Paul Pogba, Manchester United midfielder, 
he drives the ball very well down the centre of the midfield. And it, it, it did feel a bit more weighty. The game did have a bit more to it, it felt. Okay. It wasn't just knock, 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 pass, 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 pass. It wasn't as quick. It wasn't as as arcadey, even though it's a simulation game, if that makes sense. It does feel a lot more realistic. Grounded, Honestly, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I hate grounded. But yeah. Um, it does. It feels. It does feel a lot more realistic. It does feel a lot more weighty. It does give the game a little bit more of that. That was a uh, real touch, I guess. Right. For me, it's a case of it wasn't a f- oh just not the boy over top, not the boy over top. You can't do that, and I know you couldn't do that very well on seventeen, but it could be done. It felt like you was working the ball from one end of the pitch to the other. You was switching play a lot more. You was playing with the ball at the back from your back four. It did feel good. But this is just a demo. This is only played two games, so I'll give you a full review when the game comes out, of course. Um, but yeah, it, 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 so far so good. It feels good. Sports it feels everyone. like Pez more, but not in a bad way. Yeah, give it up to sports. Whatever. Someone email Fixin and see and talk sports to him with points and goals. Oh, this was so. I watched the Tottenham game last night, didn't I? So I went to a sports bar last night. Joe tweets me. I tweet saying, "We've got to bring Ericsson into the game more. He's going to tear this keeper a new one." And Joe tweets me, "Yeah, go team with the more points." Yeah. I'm like, their goals. He's like, "Yeah, I knew that." Yeah. Come on, Joe. <laughs> like Idiot. I'm like that. That team has to score more points than the other team to win. You're an idiot. That's how I get sports. Idiot. Let's get into the topic of the show this week, Joe. Yeah. As we do each week. Again, like I said, slow news week, so we will, this will be a pretty short show for most people, honestly. Um, but this one was sent in by a user. And it says, Hey, Fixer, and the people's chimp. As you won't read... <laughs> as you won't read like the email... I'm just going to make like he it. He misspelled it. Because he, he's proper B.O. He doesn't know how to spell. How do you know it's proper B.O.? I ain't got there. As you won't read out the email I've sent in twice now, you are forcing me to come up with new questions when you have a perfectly good email ready to go. Anyway, as you and Joe seem a little unexcited about the new console Mm -hmm. and games coming out, what more do you want? Sorry. As you and Joe seem a little unexcited about the new consoles and games coming out, what more do you want to be... and I quote, blown away. Like a drug addict... <laughs> probably kills me. Yeah. Like a drug addict, your first hit will always be the most amazing. Never to be repeated. You chase the higher, but you will never find it. You can never play a shooter for the first time again, or a racer, or an v- adventure game. The highs have been and gone. All you have left is a variation of a th- variations of a th- on a theme. Should game developers take the Nintendo approach and only release a game every three years or so for each IP? Would this get you more excited to play games? Question mark. Anyway, still love your proper B.O. Mm. So the question here is, should game developers take the Nintendo approach? Right. That's going to be the title of this episode because I like that. Of releasing... A new Mario game every three years and releasing a new car every three years, Smash Bros, whatever it is, whatever the game is. Isn't that what... And to, to Joe, ask you the question, yes. I don't think we've both been unmotivated by new games. The hardware, the, the Xbox One X does nothing for either of yes. us, um, as people are in PCs, but the games look, look good. Assassin's Creed Origins, sure. South Park... Player Unknown Battlegrounds, obviously Madden 18 is dropped, Destiny 2, um, the list goes on, FIFA. I'm excited for all of these games. Yeah. So I disagree with you in a sense of where we don't seem excited or blown away. I just think that where we come at things in a different approach now because we're, we're adults and... Things don't blow us away. I think we learnt that this year with uh, E3. E3, this year's E3 was a solid E3. Mm-hmm. 
But for some reason, we all went in with such crazy expectations that it was kind of like, oh, it was good. Yeah. Eh. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, I I definitely know what you mean. Like, I think expectations is, is a real, a real great thing because the one like, the one thing this week that everybody was super like excited for, if you're like a Nintendo fan, was this Nintendo Direct, and everybody was like, you know, I know the Xbox podcast probably be out, but it, this goes along with the story of. People were like, Smash 4 is coming out. Super Smash Brothers is coming out. They're going to announce it. It's going to be fucking awesome, whatever. And all because this Direct happened to be on the same day of Smash 4's release back in the Wii era. Or Wii U era. And it wasn't the case. And you had, like, this thing back in E3 with with Xbox of, like, they're going to announce this. They're going to show this off. and, And it never happened and yeah. so we, it's, the the one problem is, and I think what this podcast does pretty good on, is is expectations. So what, like, what I try to do, and I think what Fix tries to do, is we try to set a leveled expectation of what think, to expect. I think for us, it's a case of we're both very honest in our approach when we speak. Yeah. And you know what games we're excited for, you know what we're not excited for. And I wouldn't say that developers need to change the way they do things because of that. Because like I say, Gears of War, I think that's probably on a three-year development cycle now. Um, same thing. Obviously, Falls are every year. That's just... Or every other year with Horizon. Yep. Um, if we're talking about exclusives, that's all we got. Halo Wars 2. Um, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, I want new IP. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I that's I think I hate to say it, and it burns me to say it as an Xbox gamer. But that's what PlayStation are doing really well this generation, with the likes of Horizon Zero Dawn, Detroit Become Human. Um, there's there's enough there. There's other games I could list. I just didn't want right, to go through. Right. Right. Um, there's enough there that is new. No, it doesn't change up the way... Horizon Zero Dawn is not the, the first big best RPG there is. But it does some unique things right. in that world. It tells a unique and story. And it tells me a unique story. But not even just a unique story in the storytelling way. It gives me my own stories in... I have my own stories to tell with Aloy. Right. When I jumped off this and I did that, or I did this and I did that. And it doesn't... The gameplay loop is still there. It is very similar. You knock things off these giant dinosaur-looking yeah. things. Whatever. Yeah. Um, we know they're not dinosaurs. But um, it's it's not like it changes the way games have ever been done before. But it's unique. It just it's approaches new. it in a unique it, and different way. Different way. Exactly. And I, I think so, like with Destiny 2, like, like, you know, the emo goes like, you'll never experience the same thing, like, whatever. And... That's true. You're never going to experience the first shooter, but I would say this. With Destiny 2, I've not had... When it comes to the original and comes to the sequel, I've had way more fun so far with the sequel than I did with the with the original. And I mean, I was pumped. You know, again, went to that alpha, played the shit out of the alpha, played the crap out of the beta, come to the single player, loved it, and then what I didn't love was the story. So when I entered Destiny 2 holy crap and seeing all these problems for the most part be addressed and go you know we're gonna give you these worlds that actually feel lived in uh and not just these bumpy hill like stupid levels the level design in one was awful and so this one you know it was it was so impressive to me other than the shaders this game has been phenomenal really has so to me it's it's when developers understand and they they address the problems with their with their predecessors or when they go and they take a different approach you know yeah i, I wouldn't say destiny 2 is doing anything crazy compared to destiny 1 yeah. gameplay wise it isn't it isn't doing but it is it has like i say for me personally it it did the thing it needed to and it dumbed everything down which is here's your light level this is how you get your light level yeah. You hit the level cap. Sorry, here's your level. You get you get your level. You hit the level cap. Now this is the the next game is getting your light level up to hit the raid. 
the challenges on the sides when you go into your menus. It's just stuff like that that may have been there in one towards the end, but it was not there at launch. Yeah. It wasn't. I know that for a fact because I played the launch stuff, the, the Vanilla Destiny. It was just badly, poorly yeah. done. This is this is a masterclass. Good job, Bungie, for this. And it's a great game. It is. It's a great yeah. game. To me, um, just, just because we aren't excited about the hardware, like, like the Xbox One X... Because we have the hardware. This is not the Xbox... Sorry to cut you yeah. up again, Joe. But um, this isn't the Xbox 2 we're not excited for. Yeah. We're not excited for a a little... Not a little, I shouldn't say. The most powerful console ever. Right. I know. I know. But it's just a power boost. It doesn't do anything different to what my OG Xbox One does. Yeah. And for 500 bucks, like, 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 you know, I'm, I'm just saying it doesn't... I, it's too much for me. You know, new iPhones came out. iPhone, everybody, iPhone X. Fuck, stupid ass name. Um, Everyone's doing X's. Yeah, you know, everything's an X. I, X can give it to you, apparently. But the iPhone didn't, and everybody's like, a thousand bucks for a phone? Too expensive. I What is it going to do? Like, serve me breakfast? I don't get it. Read my eyes? That's not weird. So, uh, you know, like, just because something's too expensive, just because we don't think the hardware is there or that 4K doesn't, and I, and I honestly think 4K doesn't really impress me much, doesn't mean I'm not on board with the games whatsoever. You know, to me, it's not about the power. It is about the gameplay. It is about the games. And that's what I think in 2018... Microsoft will have the upper hand because they have this slate of games that now need to come out. You know, you got Sea of Thieves needs to come out. State of Decay too needs to come out. Crackdown, whatever, what is it, three? Three. Needs to come out. Halo needs to be fixed. Like, there's these issues with these games right now that are totally Microsoft's doing and they need to fix these things and you see that they are taking steps to address them and that's at the end of the day what what needs to happen to me just reboot Halo don't make Um, don't make a girl a promise you can't keep and then make her the villain at the end of five sorry spoilers no it's it's because the game's not worth playing fix it's really not worth playing I own the game. I've still never played it's it. Uh, I just, I think it's a good question. I do. Yes. Um, no, I don't think things need to change. Honestly, no. I think yeah. developers already work hard enough. Um, I think games are already on three-year life cycles, like you said. Right. I think the Nintendo approach. What you've got to remember with Nintendo is, yeah, I bought a Switch and I'm loving my Switch. Right. Nintendo release. Nintendo on the the Wii U, which I owned as well, oh didn't release any first party games. Remember, yeah. or they were all crap. They were, sorry, Splatoon. they wasn't good. I didn't play Splatoon, Fine. but Mario Party Eight, uh, Ten, sorry, terrible, terrible. game. Um, there's plenty of others again yeah. that needs to go. Through. Yeah, I mean, like, but, like we always praise Nintendo for being like this publisher that made, and they do have the best IP and the most like uh, iconic IPs out there. The most but iconic. They make by duds definitely. too. They do. You think ARMS is good, guys? Again, what you've got to remember with Nintendo as well is... I think our ARMS does look quite good, actually. But um, what you got to remember with Nintendo is they have... Their hardware is a secondary hardware yes. to an Xbox or a PlayStation. It isn't you own the Switch and you don't need one of these other two consoles. Right. And you buy a Nintendo hardware for Nintendo IP. And everything else is a bonus. Nest- you don't necessarily buy a uh, Xbox One for Xbox uh, Xbox first party games right. or second party or exclusive. You don't. Some people do, and like us, because we're all hardcore gamers, we do. But yeah, no, I don't think anything needs to change yeah. in the development cycle yeah. of games. If I'm being honest with you, if I'm being honest with you, um, let's see if I'm add this week, and it should be Mike Lynch, of course. Hmm. And he says, "Hey everyone, Mike Lynch here." And I'd like to tell you about my YouTube channel. I play games, review movies, and go over life experiences. Basically, the whole shebang. I am no longer on a hiatus, but come check out my channel. Don't know why I added a button there, I'll be honest with you. Uh, YouTube.com slash Mike Lynch. I've got some cool, new, and exciting videos for you all to see. So come watch. 
And he's not the ukulele guy, so don't... Don't even think he's the ukulele guy. He's the bongos, man. Sure. Um, Let's get into the news this week, Joe. And again, there is a slow news week. Very, very, very slow slow news week. But you will now be able to record your Xbox One gameplay for one hour using an external... Hard Had me on edge, fix. So one hour's recording awesome. via your Xbox. This is, and there's also a story I missed out, which you can now record um, your gameplay in 1080p as well. Hmm. So for anyone who's looking to get into making content or doesn't want to make the investment for a graphics card or doesn't have a PC beefy enough to run a graphics card and um, an Xbox One or whatever the case is, this is really cool. Yeah. This is 1080p con- like recordings, awesome. You can make compilation videos, you can make funny videos, and being able to record up to an hour onto an external mm. drive, that's, how many Let's Plays are you watching this more than an hour? Yeah. You're not. No. At a time, you're not. And so that 1080p this is, this quality is, really is fantastic. This is really, really good stuff. Yeah. And again, this is that little, that little Microsoft things that they do that go under the radar. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame. It really is a shame, but they are such gamer first lately. Yeah, it, that the, it just goes under. It just nobody really cares. Yeah, like it makes me want to sh- uh, not stream more, but capture more on my Xbox One for sure. If I still use capture footage for for my for my channel, yeah, I would I would be doing that nonstop because that's just amazing. I just it's wonder easy. how big the file is gonna be. Yeah, that's that's, that's probably one thing. But, but I mean, you could just that's... compress it down. But nonetheless, it's a lot. It is. It is indeed. Um, next piece of news. All right. EA Access, the thing I tell you all you should own because it is amazing. Now has a new game in its vault. Dead Space Two is now in the vault. Such a good game. I never played Dead Space Two. Have you it's, played this one? This is co-op though, correct? I have not finished one, but I did play that's one. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, Dead Space 2 is a different type of horror game than 1, but it's still good. But co-op, correct? Uh, no, no, that's the shitty one. That's Dead Space 3. We don't talk about Dead Space 3. Freeze the co-op. Oh, okay, we don't talk about yeah. that. So, 2, worth playing? Two's definitely... Two's one of my favorite sequels uh, ever. You <laughs> Obviously, not as good as Resident Evil 2, but sure. I guess it's not. Resident Evil in space, but it's awesome. Like, seriously, the way... You, it's it, the horror is the total opposite of one where the one is like you're waiting for that jump in the beginning this one they mm-hmm. land you right the fuck in it and uh, it took me a while like the first level because it it's you're you're in a the, the first five minutes you're in a straitjacket and necromorphs are coming at you oh okay and i'm like what's going on i need my mom so it's <laughs> real good i i love that game oh man yes i'm gonna play it and yes, we're gonna have a bad bit Halloween special. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Uh, next piece of news: Ghost Recon Wildland fans, mm. be happy and rejoice. Uh, Ghost War PvP open beta details and class tactics are now available. An, an open beta for the all new Ghost War PvP mode hits on September twenty first. Mm. And run through September 25th. It will be a standalone beta, meaning you do not need to own Wildlands in order to try it out. That's Ghost War cool. is a four-on-four deathmatch mode featuring specialized classes in three different categories: assault, marksman, and support. Hmm. So, if you're interested in this, go check out Ghost uh, Ubi's website um, and just probably type in Ghost Recon Wildlands beta on Google. Um, this does nothing for me. I do still have Ghost Recon Wildlands. Still haven't finished it. Won't finish oh, it. Boy. Do not intend to finish it. Don't care for the game anymore. Right. This PvP has come way too far out. I, it's a cool mode but if you're still into Ghost Recon Wildlands, I guess. It is cool that it's it's a beta because I, I think they assume, and I think they, they can see the, the numbers have dropped dramatically. So this is like, hey, you want to purchase the game again, guys? I know you mostly you probably traded it in. Here's this multiplayer we're throwing in. Is it too late? Yeah, definitely. Oh, God, definitely. 
But the one thing I do love about this digital age of games, of where like yeah. I did once upon a time, I would have bought Ghost Recon Wildlands disc, then traded it in, then went and bought it back because of this. Where when I own games digitally now, at least I know they're there, and this content will be there for right. me no matter what. When it when it does eventually come out of beta, which is that is kind of cool. Yeah. Next piece of news: two new maps join Gears of War Four what? with the new September update. Today sees the next two maps, Mercy and the Harbor Haze, arrive via Xbox Live Game Store, bringing the grand total of playable maps to twenty-two. Wow! It's all going good. You got twenty-two these, maps. Shame the multiplayer's no good. For the. Uh, you have to pay for them. I don't understand how it works okay. anymore because I bought the season pass so I got early access to the maps but then I'm pretty sure I realised that everyone gets the maps anyway right or is it there's I think there's, there's a whole thing where yeah if you haven't got the season pass you still get the maps how do they sure. update their servers if they don't let people pay for them that's how I want to yeah, know I, I hate I'm this argument I, I, I just want to say one thing I hate the mm-hmm. argument when, when it comes to microtransactions or DLC and games is how do they keep their servers up if, you know, if they don't have microtransactions paying for servers? I hate that because it doesn't make any sense. Why? Why does it make no sense, son? Let's talk okay, about. so here's the deal. I used to work at GameStop and my mm-hmm. one manager used to work at uh, IBM or Intel, one of the two, but he used to work at a server farm and he works at a farm with the carrots jesus fix i really like i sometimes i wonder like i I worry i worry for fix (laughs) i worry and then i feel so sorry for Haley. i'm like she she's doing god's work over there definitely definitely carry on yeah so server farms are this a complex of just servers i know what well i'm just saying for people like proper bo that aren't that smart Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so they're just they're, that's where that's where your maps are. That's where all the weapons are. That's where you interact in these little servers. So uh, with that, people go, oh, you know, you got to keep the servers up. Uh, it costs money every day to run these servers. And one of my bosses, which it does, which it it does, it does. What well, it does. One of my bosses goes, yeah, it's one of like the most like. All you're doing is you're paying a handful of guys, not even tops, maybe five, to sit and wait if something goes wrong to fix that thing. So if maybe a wire like gets like tugged at the wrong way or they need to replace a wire or replace a server, they just do that. Like it's really he's like the cost is you're, you're just paying for my health insurance. It's it's not that big of a deal as what companies make it out to be they're making it out like they're doing god's work when at the end of the day it's just like nah it's it's like pennies to the dollar so when, when i see like people make that argument of like well microtransactions help pave to make the dlc free i look at games like the original gears of war like splatoon that literally these games for like a whole year they give you free maps give you free weapons give you free fucking characters no money down. So for me, I'm just like, this is, it's just a marketing term. And as a PR guy, I know a marketing term when I hear a marketing term. God, that's a marketing term. And maybe I picked the wrong, the wrong major to major in, and that's made me jaded. But my God, I hate that argument. I hate it so much. Make shaders free, God damn it. Devil's advocate. Okay. The information you got. Right. Could be incorrect. Maybe. Is that fair to say? Possibly. I also worked... You, you've got a dumbed-down... Yeah. From the conversation we just had. Yeah. You've got a dumbed-down version of how things sure. work. You don't know the ins and outs of what uh, what this is. Maybe the person you got your information from doesn't know the ins and outs of what it actually costs. Maybe he does. Maybe I'm incorrect. I mean, I, I, I didn't like this guy. He was a dick. But I will so say this. I did used to work at a server place. I, okay, I can't cool. say the place, but yeah, no. that Like, literally, these people, most of their times... Uh, it, guys, if if you're in college right now, you don't know what to do, go and, and, and 
go go be an IT guy because what you're doing is literally most of the day just sitting down and just yeah, but some people don't live to sit down and then just I'm just saying that like you're just helping people turn on a computer it's but anyway that isn't what I was saying yeah what okay. I'm saying is games have changed sure. and games are now of the service yeah. so the argument I kind of agree which I don't have a a uh, a degree or anything in PR right. but I do smell bullshit and no bullshit when I hear it and see it and smell it of course um, yeah, my dog's see, now angry there you go he knows about the fucking bullshit yeah. but what I would say is games of service now need to be online a hell of a lot longer right. for games preservation or these games will just literally disappear right. so maybe not for the shortcoming of DLC like buying DLC oh, yeah. supports it straight away yeah. but maybe for the long term it does maybe for the long like look look I'm not trying to be like like uh, what I'm what I'm saying is like games like let's say FIFA right. like FIFA sells microtransactions EA make tons of money off them boom 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 does that then allow FIFA 16 service to stay on that much longer? I would say yes. And who, don't get yeah. me wrong, the drop-off rate for FIFA must be crazy. <laughs> but I know I can still go back and play the World Cup FIFA game, which released on the Xbox 360, right. and it's still played the online mode. There's no one there to play, but it still works. Right, right, right. Um, with that, uh, again, you, you see companies like like, Halo 3, great example, and Halo 2. Like, they closed down those years after, you know, the console's been dead. And with that, I would say this. Um, I understand season passes are a thing. And I understand microtransactions are a thing. The, the mission of these games is not to, not to help server costs, but it is to make more money for a longer term that's what this is about 100 yes developers need to make money games are more expensive than ever for sure Facts. but there's two things here um first we need to find ways to a cut the cost of these games okay we cut gotta we gotta trim the fat we gotta cut the fat because what's going to yep. end up happening is you're going to have games that are so expensive they can't make up those costs. and Which we see happen all the time. Like games like Resident Evil 7 yeah. sold 4 million copies. Capcom thought it would sell 10. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what really happens and that's what really hurts these developers is when they're not able to hit those outrageously high numbers and at the same time uh, uh, Metacritic scores out there and that's how people lose their jobs. For me, if you're going to do season passes, fine. And I understand that. If you're going to do microtransactions, fine. But don't give me both. And like like for in the case of Destiny Two, don't make something that was that was free for for multiple years, uh, cost something now, and give the excuse of well it's the sequel, things change, and I'm like yeah, and you change most of the things for the better, but you know why? My argument is just don't buy a day no. pro transactions. And and that's my thing too is like like I was having this conversation with my buddy and I'm like okay I'm not buying them but. Okay. Right? To me, um, the, the the answer of, well, just don't buy them is, yeah, we're doing that. Like, people who don't believe in it aren't doing it. And I think that this, that things will change because of it. But don't yell at someone for going, I don't like this and I'm, I'm not going to buy them. And then just go, well, then don't say anything. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? You, you ask me a question. You know what I mean? Like, like when, when he, when he asked me, what do I think about microtransactions? And I'm just like, I don't like them and I, I'm not going to buy them. Don't, don't yell at people. Just let people have that opinion. Like to me, I, like, uh, I was saying to one of my buddies, what's the worst that's going to happen if, if I get my way and shaders are free, you get free shaders. So you benefit no matter what, right? If Bungie re like, re uh, uh, reverses their decision, you get a free shader. Money. And if they don't, mm -hmm. well, if you still like, if you like the system, then no harm, no foul. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I guess 
I guess. Yes. And also, you gotta take into account that um, take it like take it like you're 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 eating at a restaurant. Um, you that that thing that's that's to say that slice of pizza costs five bucks. That co- that piece of pizza costs five bucks because it has to pay the employees, has to pay its utilities, has to pay for the furniture in the place. So that's why the pizza's five bucks. So you're cutting it into thirds. Or you got to pay for the ingredients. There you go. So there you go. So the the pizza really costs two bucks instead of five bucks. You're you're paying or a dollar fifty, but you're paying all these little attachments because got to keep the lights on, got to pay people, got to pay for the ingredients. So. When you cut down on costs for the actual servers, if we're using that same math, something that costs a dollar really should cost, I don't know, I can't do that good math, what, like 32 cents or something? I don't know. I guess I'm so. dyslexic. I don't know. But probably be able to yell at me in the, next, in the next episode. But, oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to let it go. Yeah. We're going to let it go. WWE 2K18, a game that I'm actually really excited for, and because of this story, oh, okay. my career mode has been detailed, revealing heavy emphasis on story to come in this year's version. <laughs> for those who remember, when I bought maybe two years ago, um, NBA, NBA, sorry, 2K8, uh, 2K16, okay. um, there was no story. The story mode, this was just as 2K took over this the game, mm. was a great wrestling game. Okay. Love that side of things. Didn't have a story mode. Didn't have the the old SmackDown versus Raw feel, the Road to WrestleMania feel, the <clears> SmackDown <throat> just bring it feel. Right. The the information Take Two has put out to date in this blog post tells me this is going to be a great wrestling game, and here's why. Mm. So WWE 2K18's career mode improves upon previous iterations by letting players choose between two different story paths: company man and fan favorite. The company man path has you aid and side the side with the GMs, doing whatever it takes to help create the and maintain the GM's vision for the WWE. Your ambush other WWE superstars in the locker room and interrupt their interviews and by doing so you'll gain access to Vince McMahon's office and a few useful upgrades. Fan favourite path is the complete opposite, with players uh, instead focusing on gaining respect of WWE superstars and legends and putting on five-star matches and exceptional promos. You will earn in-ring bonuses and eventually gain the ability to custom your very own WWE Universal Championship. Or WWE That's fucking sorry. awesome. And I've never been Both interested paths. in a wrestling game. Now I definitely am. Both paths will lead you to your WrestleMania moment. However, for the first time in the series, your career won't sorry, career mode won't won't there. I'm guessing it won't end there. Okay. Sorry, that's not me. This is on this is in the ring. Right. Won't end there. Allowing you to continue your journey as a WWE superstar. Huh. Other new additions to the career mode are the inclusion of backstage free roaming. Letting you talk and befriend other WWE superstars, new and improved promos, and an updated to my career uh, invasions that allow other players roam to roam in your back room in your my career save. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. I would love to We're see. Finally, getting there. What, uh, what the McMahon office looks like? You know, like is he? Is you walking in and like. He just did a line, and like he's just like, oh, hey, uh, Joe, what's going on? What's going on, brother? That's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, same thing. Vince made Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan Um, and PewDiePie are hanging out, and they're just like... No, that's not. That's not. Um, I meant to say brother, brother. This is literally what I've wanted in a WWE game for the last couple of years. They finally seems like they're doing it. Well, see. Oh, well, I'm see. really excited. I'm really excited. Next piece of news: Vince McMahon will be added to the WWE of 2K playable roster. Of course, he is. This is Vince McMahon we're talking about. Next piece of news: For Honor adds a new tribute mode uh, for people still playing the For Honor. So you gotta give it to. Let me. Okay. Do you know what? Let's hey, give it to well, Ubisoft. Applause. Because. They they sold they made two great games in For Honor and Ghost yes. Recon Wildlands. Maybe not good for me, but two great, great games. games yes. 
and they're still just improving on those goddamn games. And they've seemed to be have found their way of doing mm. things. So good for them. For Honor is getting a new mode called Tribune. Tribune. Did I try Oh man, did I fuck this up? Did I fuck this up? You did. You should have just stuck did, with the I? fuck up. You should have just stuck with I it. I did. I sh- and no one would have questioned me either. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a 4v4 multiplayer objective mode that tasks players to capture free, uh, capturing free offering around the map and then bringing them back to their other team shrines. Hmm. Each shrine grants you a different blessing once once an offering has been made. Um, so if you're into Forerunner, there is still more Forerunner coming your goddamn way. Mm. We can skip that story, but we can talk about this one. Destiny 2 surpasses 1.2 million concurrent players online. So this is not sales, this is concurrent players online at one time. Uh, Destiny 2 developer Bungie has revealed that the new shooter had more than 1.2 million concurrent users Mm. on September 10th. Thank you all in a tweet. They said, thank you all for playing Guardians. Right now, Destiny 2 has over 1.2 million concurrent players online. Mm. We'll see you in the wild. Damn. That, damn, damn, damn. I, I want to know. I need to know how many how many units this thing sold. Because, damn. I mean, they put $500 million, I believe, into this game. So, I mean, they, they made their money back first week. No, no into this game itself. Right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be... It's going to be something. It's going to be something. I would like... I would like one more raid. Maybe for free. Well, there'll, there'll be one soon, right? Yeah, there'll be one more for free, right? Hopefully. Now, usually the case is that's where the expansions are, but... For, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, what I'm hearing about this raid, I hope they have another one to kind of make up for it, so... That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. That's all I'm going to say. Fair but I'm enough. excited. This is this excites me. 1.2 million, that's real strong, you know? I know we're going to have things like Battlefront, things like Call of Duty coming along the way, but... It's going to still hold up strong. I know I'm going to still be playing it in November. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, a game that just won't stop talking about, uh, will <laughs> will, Im- <laughs> will improve the look of its water thanks to Sea of Thieves. Mm. In an interview with Games Industry Biz, PUBG creator Brendan Greeny revealed that the popular online battle royal game will now be using Rare's Great Water Tech that is in CFEs, thanks to Blue Hole Inc.'s partnership with Microsoft to publishing the game on Xbox. Mm. Quote, Rare said they loved the game, they played it a lot, but what? But oh, your water. I mean, our water's not very good, but Rare has great water tech. They said, we should share some knowledge. That's a great thing about being part of a network of studios, Greeny said. And I quote, we can get that water tech essentially for free. And we can share stuff with them. That's I gotta say, invaluable because of their water is great. Having that would be ooh, really sorry. finish off our world nicely. Please carry. I'm on. sorry, I didn't see the other part of that quote. Um, You're absolutely fine. So I gotta say, every time I read that quote, I read it in Donald Trump's voice because I feel like it's just a very disjointed quote. It's like, I love it. I play it a lot of it, but I mean, our water not very good. Rare's water, great water, great water tech, best tech out there. Believe me, folks. And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. I don't know. I love this quote every time I look at it. PUBG is getting better yeah. because of Rare. Rare's water is great, and PUBG's water isn't very good. So this is just a cool little story I wanted. To is add. it really that bad? Is it like bad? Like I, you know me, I played it literally once. It's not bad, but you can't shoot through the water at the moment. So if there's a player underwater, Dad, (laughs) you can't shoot through the water to kill that person. So you gotta either wait for them to drown. (laughs) You have to wait for them to drown or you have to crash down and punch them. (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, And next piece of news and the last piece this week, which is Xbox uh, Xbox Store confirms Destiny 2 DLC leak. Mm. Um, An Xbox Store listing has all but confirmed a previously leaked regarding Destiny 2's Curse of Osiris DLC. The listing, which does not specify a release date, includes the following list of additions to the base game. Explore Mercury and its mysterious in... Infinite Infinite Forest. Forest. I got you, Sorry, 
No, I had that, I had that, don't worry. Uh, new story missions and adventures, new themed weapons, armor, and gear to earn new cooperative activities, new com uh, competitive multiplayer arenas. So, this is all now confirmed yeah. to be coming via DLC. I'm very excited. Just... Not about the DLC, you're not surely, because you hate DLC in season passes. Well, no, 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 like I said, I don't, I don't mind them. It's not when they're together. But this excites me. Curse of Osiris DLC. <laughs> Osiris is a major player in Destiny. He's a very elusive character in Destiny. And maybe we get to finally see him. God, that was a loud truck. But maybe finally we get to see him. I don't know. This, is, this excites me. I like this. Um, hopefully that comes with a raid. More than likely. More you don't know. Because here's the thing. Destiny DLC. I'm going to say it. I know everybody's hyped off Destiny 2. I know nobody wants to admit things. Not very good DLC. House of Wolves was garbage. I paid 30 bucks for a non-raid DLC. Come on, Bungie. Come on. That's all I got. Well, that is our show this week, Joe. That is it. Um, thank you all for mm. watching. Uh, again, if you want this show early, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, audio version, three dollars. Video version, four dollars. I can't speak today, apparently. Um, apart from that, uh, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here, Joe. What have you got to plug? You forgot one friend? thing. Someone's challenged me. I forgot. I forgot two things. Yeah. Tell you what. Okay. We are doing a Marvel versus Capcom tournament. Right. So I need anybody who wants to enter that tournament. Okay. To head over to Patreon. No, no. no. Facebook.com slash my Xbox and me or email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. If you want to be part of the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite tournament, let us know. What I'm trying to say to everyone is maybe don't buy Marvel vs. Capcom for this tournament. But what I would say is rent Marvel vs. Capcom for this tournament. That's what I'm doing. Because we're going to do it because it comes out next week. We're gonna do it. The, I think we're gonna do the tournament the week after that. Gives everyone a week to play. Right. Figure out their favorite characters. Find out the get cheapest good. character because that's what proper yeah, will exactly. probably do. More than likely. So all I know that's confirmed so far is me, Crash, Joe. Right. Um, we do need more people than that. I would love it to be like a whole league system instead of it being a straight knockout system. Right. So if we can get enough people together, we're going to host it over on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Come along, play. I'm going to try and get a prize for the winner. Um, Which will be me. So, it probably, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in that, please do. Also, Joe has something he has to tell you about this So, as to the people's champ, and I've been proud of this title. I've been real proud of it. As the years of which I've owned it. Of which you, the audience, have granted me this a power. Which has also great responsibility. You Uncle Bend me the belt. And here's the deal. Kreshnik Games over on Twitch, of whom you could... Kreshnik plays. Plays. <laughs> Whatever. You, same thing, right? Uh, okay. He's challenged me for the People's Champ belt. I know. It's shocking. Uh, he's a very good player. Better than me. So this is a rocky four moment. I know exactly what you're doing. You're trying to convince the people to help you at the moment. That's what am what I doing? doing? No, 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 no. As the people's champ, I know the people are already rallying behind me. Oh, okay. They hear okay, this okay. threat of this this beautiful man who's very reminiscent of Jon Snow, but with curly hair. Um, and, you know, he, he, he lies a threat to what the belt means. Because he doesn't want the belt. He just wants the belt, you know? He, he wants it so that I don't have it. That's not what a people champ is. But nonetheless, he's challenged me to smite a nerd's game. I challenge him to a Gears of War match because this is a My Xbox and Me, you know, podcast after all. This is an Xbox podcast. Smite, come on. Damn straight. It's nerd. It's on Xbox. It's on Xbox. It's not an exclusive. Anyway. <laughs> but the important information here is that the My Xbox Me community will be voting yes. on the third game that Joe and Chris yeah. play. So, Chris will, uh, sorry, Joe will put something up on his Twitter and on the Facebook yep. group. Yep. We need you all to go over there and vote. Yep. Go. For what game you want. Or what, you know, there what we'll do list. this week? 
we'll put all the names on on the list. Next yep. week we'll start we'll vote for them. Okay. Yeah. And we'll then the people's we'll champ belt is on the line. But I fight it for is. the people. And trust me if I lo- if I win this upset cuz you know it's a David and Goliath story. Uh <laughs> that'd be beautiful. If I lose, trust me, I have so many more titles to give myself. So with that, <laughs> You can also check me out at Bad Big Games over on YouTube. Uh, and you could also check out my podcast, the PlayStation Podcast, on uh, iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. And this week was literally all about Destiny 2. So, Shock shocker, right? <laughs> um, Yeah, you can find me on all the places at MC Fixer. If you just type in my name, I pop up usually. Insta, Facebook, Twitter all that jazz um twitch subs if you are looking to become a twitch sub head over to twitch.tv slash mcfixer it is half price right now in the month of september uh you pay two dollars fifty and we still get paid a full five dollars we don't we only get paid two dollars fifty that's a lie (sighs) um because twitch takes half the money because they're normally but you're not giving twitch the money for this half price stuff you're giving it all to me right so maybe you want to shiny emote next to your name or just to show some love to the channel, you can do that for $2.50. Um, until next time, I will love mm. you. I will leave you. Mm. I will see you all later. Ta, ta, ta.